it's okay to look away. Biden's scandal gets worse, and don't be fooled by the soy boys in Washington. All that and more coming up. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. It's a Friday. We made it through the week almost, although this is, of course, the day of jihad. Screw that. We're not putting up with it. We're not going to live in fear because that's how they win. They want us afraid, and it isn't going to happen. And it's okay to look away. We're going to talk about that tonight. All that and more coming up on the Jay Sheldon Show this evening, uh, this morning, I should say, in the U.S. <laughs> our live shots, uh, our live chat, spit it out, Jay. Live chat's open. Uh, anything you want to say, put it in the live chat. We'll see it. We'll help you to promote. Yesterday, we had a some bodybuilding guy who uh, promoted his channel. Absolutely. We don't mind. Go ahead. You're fine doing that. As long as it's legal, stick it in the live chat. We'll talk about it. Nice page, by the way, over there on Rumble for the uh, bodybuilder guy. Appreciate that. All right, before we get started on all the other happy stuff going on in the world, we're going to talk about one of our great sponsors uh, tonight, and that is Blackout Coffee. Of course, there are a all-American, be-awake-not-woke, get-some-coffee-with-some-values company that really does care about the United States of America. They were founded on the principles of conservative values. Folks, this is the best coffee you're ever going to have. I promise you, you will love it. Just order a single bag of beans. You don't have to put in some big giant order. You can if you want, but just get a bag. There's a bunch of different blends there, different roasts, and try it. Now, they have this small batch roasting process, which means when you order, usually 24 to 48 hours from your order, they roast your beans and then ship it off to you. So another few days for shipping, and you've got about the freshest roasted coffee beans you can have ready to grind up and make into the most delicious coffee you have. The best part about this, in addition to the coffee, is that this is an American company. Look at that. At work, on duty, first responders, our troops, they support that. They support hard work, personal responsibility, family, respect, American values. Those other brown water crap coffees you've been buying, throw them away. Toss them off. Get yourself some blackout coffee use the link in our show notes down there and you'll get uh, you'll get directed right over to this page where you see now and when you check out after you place your order be sure you use our promo code we've got a promo code that gets you a great discount j20 jay20 is our discount and you will get 20 percent off your first order from blackout coffee j20 at checkout, 20% off your first order. Thank you, Blackout Coffee, for being part of the show. We love this company. Could not support them enough, and I hope you will do the same. Supporting this company, its American values, and, of course, help to promote the show, too, and support it. All right. It's okay to look away. Bread and circuses. That was what I gave the title to the show tonight. Smoke, mirrors, theater. While you should keep your head on a swivel, while you should not live your life in fear, fear is what they want. You should also not forget how much you are being distracted from all the other equally important news stories 
Because the only thing in the headlines these days is Israel, Gaza, Hezbollah. Biden impeachment, gone from the news. Where's that? Remember that? Oh, yeah, we're going to impeach him, huh? Heard anything lately? No. Runaway inflation just keeps getting worse, and you're not hearing about it. The collapse of the Ukraine saw an interview tonight with someone from the Ukraine said winter's coming and it's not going well. The global recession. How about Lahaina and Maui? You think the folks there got anything more important to think about than Israel? Hunter Biden laptop, COVID vaccine deaths, wide open borders. Although we hear a little more about that because this whole Jihad Friday is one of the concerns is all oh, the uh, bad actors crossing into our border free and clear. Fentanyl deaths, which is connected, of course, to the border. Fire alarm pullers. How about that? Haven't heard anything more about that idiot, have we? Climate change. Not a word. White House coke. The Biden regime needed a war. All of these stories, and I didn't get all of them, but all of those stories, gone from the headlines. Nobody is talking about them. Smoke and mirrors, bread and circuses. That phrase, by the way, originally comes from Rome in satire 10th of the Roman satirical poet Juvenal. Uh, Panem et circenses. Bread and Circuses, identifies the only remaining interest of a Roman populace that no longer cares for its historical birthright or political involvement. Juvenal displays his contempt for the declining hero heroism of contemporary Romans using a range of different themes, lust for power, desire for old age. Listen to this quote. Already long ago, from when we sold our vote to no man, the people have abdicated our duties. For the people who once upon a time handed out military command, high civil office, legions, everything, now restrains itself and anxiously hopes for just two things, bread and circuses. We are there. We are there. Helen Roy, from over at The Blaze, wrote a piece. I believe I linked it in the show notes tonight. And you should listen. Hat tip to Helen Roy, an amazing writer. She says, When images of unspeakable evil found their way to my ex-timeline this week, I threw up. Undeterred, I continued down the rabbit hole I regret. Violence, terror, gripped my curiosity, unlocking fears I didn't know I had. I felt an exhilarating wave of rage followed by guilt, confusion, despair. Don't look away, the talking heads insisted. You have a moral obligation to look, to see, it often needs to be said that many things can be true at once. You can log off, still care that evil's been done. 
can log off and still have a strong opinion. You can log off and still take a side. Plead ignorance. There's no moral obligation to stare into the abyss. No matter how much the interloker needs the world to understand his own anguish. That's understandable. Prudence matters, too. I don't have any moral obligation to stare at my phone while autoplay burns the images of dead children into my head for the rest of my life. And neither do you. Doom-scrolling, fantasizing about World War III, always looking over your shoulder in fear. It's not productive. It's not helpful. The Internet has a way of fooling people into making proclamations based on very, very little information that ironically feels like an overwhelming amount of information when you're actually consuming it. Informational modality on X, formerly Twitter, in all its breadth and no depth. Great for maiming alphorisms into the discourse, not so great for complex thought. Great for dramatic flourishes of pathos, not so great for subtlety. Politics may live in the former, but virtue lives in the latter. Paying attention is not the same as doom-scrolling. Friends or family involved in an acute need of assistance? Absolutely. Help if you can. No attachments but your own sense of vicarious justice and proxy politics? It's time to log off. Sometimes, most times, there's really nothing to do. There's nothing you can do except maybe pray. It's only someone consumed by pride who thinks God needs his help more than the other way around. And there exists a special kind of narcissism of the uninvolved person inserting himself in order, in order to feel a part of something. You don't have to. It's okay to look away. Right out of uh, right out of Israel, they have sent a warning. This from live updates. You've likely heard this story. And by the way, it's okay to look away. I love that piece. It's absolutely brilliant. Israel gives the UN 24 hours to evacuate northern Gaza. Day 7 of the Hamas-Israel war, Gaza's humanitarian crisis. World leaders gathering to weigh options. I've seen people posting, we can't move one point something million people in 24 hours. Well, exactly how much warning did Hamas give Israel before they parachuted into the music festival? I would say that was uh, none. Israel told the UN it should evacuate its staff, 
1.1 million Palestinians in northern Gaza out of the area in the next 24 hours. The warning went out as an Israeli ground invasion into the enclave gets very, very close. They shared the statement on social media platforms. The UN spokesperson Stephanie Dijarek confirmed the notice, urged Israel to rescind the order. The humanitarian crisis in Gaza reported Israeli airstrikes in Syria targeting the Aleppo and Damascus airports. By the way, the Minister of Defense, who is it? One of our military Defense Department people arrived in Israel. What, six, seven days after the whole thing began? Going back to the opening of the show, are they still waiting in East Palestine? Are they still waiting in Maui and Lahaina? To see somebody from the government rather than that cheap ass 700 bucks they handed out to every family? Yeah, I thought so. News too, apparently, that Hamas did a practice run. Hmm, not kidding. Check out this story, also in our show notes tonight. It's from penlive.com. And uh, apparently, Hamas posted a video of a mock attack weeks before the breach of Israelis' border. Look at this. This is a still image from the video which was posted to social media September 12th by Hamas. Shows a live fire exercise dubbed Operation Strong Pillar outside Al-Mawasi. Palestinian town, southeast coast of the Gaza Strip, less than a month before the Hamas fighters blew through Israel's high-tech iron wall, launched an attack that would leave more than 1,200 Israelis dead, including women and children. They practiced a very public dress rehearsal. Slickly produced two-minute propaganda video posted to social media by Hamas September 12th shows fighters using explosives to blast through a replica of a border gate, sweep in on trucks, move building by building through a full-scale reconstruction of an Israeli town, firing automatic weapons at human-silhouetted paper targets. Nearly a month before it actually happened, they posted. And you tell me our intelligence service, somebody's intelligence service, didn't know what was going on? You lost your mind. They needed this war. It's coming. You think we're not going to get involved? Think again. Not only are they bringing it to our shores, but we're going to wind up over there. I guarantee it. Speaking of them bringing it to our shores, my buddy Charlie Daniels, he ain't putting up with any crap. He posted this video today. They might be able to 
scare the mall rats and the soy boys in Washington. But to the terrorists who may or may not be planning anything today in this country, listen closely to the words of Charlie Daniels. You don't know Americans. To the Ayatollahs of Iran and every terrorist you enable, listen up. You might have met our fresh-faced flower child president and his weak-kneed Ivy League friends, but you haven't met America. You haven't met the heartland where the people will defend this nation with their bloody, calloused, bare hands, if that's what it takes. You haven't met the steel workers and the hard rock miners or the swamp folks in Cajun country who can wrestle a full-grown gator out of the water. You haven't met the farmers, the cowboys, the loggers, and the truck drivers. You don't know the mountain men who live off the land or the brave cops who fight the good fight in the urban war zones. No, you've never met America. And you ought to pray you never do. <laughs> And you ought to pray you never do. I love me some Charlie Daniels. <laughs> so there you go. You want some inspiration? There's some inspiration from Mr. Daniels. Love that guy. All right. Let's uh, change things up a little bit. Apparently Scalise is out. Good, because I didn't like him anyway. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Dan says it, and I couldn't agree with him more. I'm not stealing his stuff. I'm re-emphasizing what my buddy Dan Bongino has to say. He doesn't know me. I don't know him. We're not friends. We share the channels here on Rumble. He's on right after me, coming up at 11 o'clock. Be sure, please be sure and follow Dan Bongino. He is one of the most amazing podcasts here on this uh, on Rumble. And uh, we're very proud to uh, share a channel with him. Anyway... <laughs> He said it right. It's not about the personalities. You like Jim Jordan, you like McCarthy, you like Scalise, whatever. Who cares? It's about what they stand for, what they're going to vote for, how they're going to move our conservative football down the field. That's what's important, is what they're doing with our causes, not who they are, not who the personalities are. I said it before. Dan says it every day. He's exactly, exactly right. Now we see this story. The race for the House Speaker in chaos. Republican nominee Scalise drops out. Withdrew after narrowly winning the Republican Party's nomination. Essentially unable to function the House of Representatives during a time of turmoil. Right now is not the time with everything going on. We need to not have a Speaker of the House. So, Congress, let's get our collective asses in gear, solve this problem, and get back to the business of running America. Can we? Can we do that? It's like they don't even care. And now I heard something about they're, they're supposed to be going on vacation or shutting down or something. No, 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 no. No, we don't. Not without a speaker. It shouldn't even be legal if it is, and I'm not sure that it is. <sighs> Biden's scandal gets worse. Again, you're not hearing these stories. That's why I'm covering them. 
because all anyone is talking about, and it's an important story, it's a very important story, this whole Gaza, Hamas, Israel thing, do not ignore it. But it's okay to look away from the bread and circuses occasionally and remember that there is other things going on in the world, important things going on in the world. How convenient for the Biden admin, this whole Israel, Gaza, Hamas thing popped up. Because now you're not seeing stories like this from PJ Media, links in our show notes. The White House cover-up of Biden's classified documents is worse than previously thought. November 2nd, 2022, almost a year ago, classified documents found at the Penn Biden Center in Washington, more found at his home in, in Delaware. It was November the beginning of November. And when did we find out about it? January. Well, after the midterm elections. Indicating what? A cover-up, of course. No surprise there. Turns out the documents were likely discovered even before November of 2022. White House employees may have been accessing the documents as as early as March of 2021. Quote here from the Oversight Committee, post on X, we have discovered new information about the number of White House employees involved in President Biden's mishandling of classified documents. His attorney stated the discovery of classified documents at the Penn-Biden Center occurred November 2nd, 2022. The committee concluded, our committees developed evidence showing the timeline of relevant events began in 2021 and involved at least five White House employees. Why is this important? No reasonable explanation as to why this many White House employees and lawyers were so concerned with retrieving boxes they say they believe contained only personal materials and documents. It goes on and on. You're going to want to read this. The link is in our show notes. It's a bit lengthy, but it includes lots of details. It is from PJ Media, and it is a head shaker. It is a head shaker. And more. It just keeps getting worse and worse. These are the stories you are not hearing about because they are feeding you bread and circuses. A former IA, uh, IRS contractor has pled guilty to leaking Trump's tax forms, tax returns. Alina Haba, Trump's personal attorney, since criticized the plea agreement, demanded that Little John receive a lengthy prison sentence. Former IRS contractor Charles Little John pled guilty yesterday to leaking tax information of 
thousands of wealthy Americans, including President Trump, announced an indictment from the DOJ in late September, charging him with one count of authorized disclosure of tax returns and return individuals. He admitted to the charge yesterday. The indictment never named Trump, nor identify any of the news outlets he leaked the information to. But, report from the New York Times on Trump's taxes and 2021 ProPublica ex expose on numerous wealthy American taxes aligned with those publications mentioned in the original indictment. Wow. Again, read more details on the, uh, on the link. It's in our show notes. You'll want to check it out. It just keeps, it just keeps going on. All right. I got, uh, wait a minute. Hang on one quick second here. Let me just, give me a second. I gotta do this. I gotta do this as we go. <laughs> All right, it's not gonna happen, is it? No, I didn't think so. All right, if you uh, if you missed it, did you see John Fetterman appearing on a late night talk show? Did you see John Fetterman making a complete ass out of himself? Not that that should surprise you. Did you see and hear the irony of this moron, Fetterman? You all should need to know that America is not sending their best and brightest, you know, to Washington, D.C. Uh -huh. Yes. <laughs> I knew that I would, yeah. There are no words, folks. There are no words. Hey, you ready to Bud Light somebody? Yeah, we got another one. Put this on your list, my friends. Starbucks. Look, one of our sponsors is Blackout Coffee, and I encourage you to dump that brown water crap from places like Starbucks and get yourself a real American blend from an American company of Blackout Coffee. Check that out. Of course, there's a promo code J20 at checkout, 20% off. But if you need another reason to avoid Starbucks, this will likely do it for you. From Chuck Calestro over on X. Starbucks Employees Union expresses support for Palestine. Representing 9,000 Starbucks baristas facing backlash after expressing solidarity with Palestine. Following a recent Hamas attack, of course, on Israel, the union is based in Buffalo, New York. Now, it later deleted the post 
but liked a tweet from one of its members saying, once again, free Palestine. Senator Rick Scott called for a boycott of Starbucks, criticized the union for its tweets, urged the company to denounce the support of terrorism. Starbucks rather swiftly distanced itself from the union, which, again, to be fair, the union is not Starbucks Corporation. It is the union of Starbucks employees. Asserting its condemnation of acts of terrorism, disagreeing with the statements made by the workers' union, Coffee Chain emphasized that SWU and SEIU, which are the workers' unions, do not represent the company's views. But just keep this in mind. It's just garbage, overpriced, brown water, shit coffee anyway you don't need. Blackout coffee. But the, you know what? It, I guarantee you that half of these morons don't even know the first. They probably couldn't find Israel or the Gaza Strip on, on a map if you gave them an hour. Time to Bud Light Starbucks. All right. Time to lighten the mood. And because it's Friday, and we did a whole bunch of heavy crap in the first part of the show, I wanted to share with you one of the most amazing human kindness stories I've heard. It's just words on the page, but I did put the link, I believe, in the show notes tonight. And it is from an X profile called Call to Activism. I suggest strongly you follow these people. It's at Call to Activism. I debated posting this picture, but I changed my mind. Listen close. I didn't know my boyfriend had captured this moment. A couple of days ago, we went to eat late at night, and as we waited for our order, I saw this homeless lady walk in asking people uh, that were throwing away their leftovers if she could have them. Not one person said yes. They all ignored her, threw it away, and it broke my heart. I've been volunteering with the homeless now for many years. I love them all so much. So I told Fred, if I see her before we're done eating, I will give her my food. I looked for her as we were getting ready to leave and couldn't find her. I felt sad knowing all the rejection that she had that night searching for a simple warm meal. I turned around. I was going to throw away one leftover chicken strip five fries. I heard a quiet voice ask me if I had anything left. Turned around and it was her. I gave her my food. I watched her sit, eat it, but something didn't feel right. I felt like a horrible human being feeding her my leftover chicken strip. She deserved so much more. So, I bought her a whole meal. 
She deserved to eat a hot meal. When I ordered the meal, I asked the employee for a huge favor to please do not kick her out as we waited. I could already see the disgust on people's faces as we sat at the table eating the leftovers I'd given her. She was getting ready to get up and leave when I surprised her with this meal, and the look on her face said it all. I have never felt something like this, pure, real gratitude. The hug she gave me was like a hug I have never felt. Those tears she shed, I felt deep in my heart. I held her tight and let her let it out. I just held her, and that is a moment I will never forget. So the next time you judge a homeless person, think twice. Wow. We could all use a little more kindness these days. We are severely lacking in the kindness department. So while you are keeping your head on a swivel and checking your six on what could be a rather interesting Friday to come, take a moment to remember that there are good people on this planet who will continue to do the right thing, and you be one of them. Don't let the bastards get you down. All right. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. I knew I was going to do that one day. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we read books on this show for the last part. And uh, we have done all kinds of great children's literature, classic stuff. Peter Pan, Wizard of Oz, White Fang. And uh, right now we are doing Lord of the Flies from William Goldberg, first published back in 1954. Before we start the uh, rest of this chapter in our book, please, or just a quick reminder, there is a follow button over there. If you wouldn't mind, just give that a click. It's right about there and really helps the show out a lot. It's free for you. If you don't have a Rumble account, sign up for one. That's also free. doesn't cost a dime. You don't have to post video and make a channel, do a live streams or whatever. You can if you want. But just that allows you to talk in the live chat, make comments, and follow different channels like this one. Thank you. Also, our Locals account, we have reactivated it. I post a video every day or two, every now and then, uh, which are exclusively for supporters only over there on Locals. So if you want to join up, that's the red button that says Join, and uh, you can follow us along on Locals and get some, get some insider exclusive behind-the-scenes content. I think tonight I posted I was at dinner. Anyway, all right, so let's get on with it, shall we? It is our book. It is Lord of the Flies from William Golding. Blow the conch, Ralph. Piggy was so close that Ralph could see the glint of one glass. There's the fire. Can't they see? You've got to be tough now. Make them do what you want. Ralph answered in the cautious voice of one who rehearses a theorem. 
if I blow the conch and they don't come back, then we've had it. We shan't keep the fire going. We'd be like animals. We will never be rescued. If you don't blow, we soon will be animals anyway. I can't see what they're doing, but I can hear. The dispersed figures had come together on the sand and were a dense black mass that revolved. They were chanting something, and little ones that had enough were staggering away howling. Ralph raised the conch to his lips and then lowered it. Trouble is, are there ghosts, Piggy? Or beasts? Of course there aren't. Why not? Because things wouldn't make sense. Houses and streets and, and TV, they, they wouldn't work. The dancing, chanting boys had worked themselves away till their sound was nothing but a wordless rhythm. But suppose they don't make any sense. Not here on this island. Supposing things are watching us and waiting. Ralph shuddered violently and moved closer to Piggy so that they bumped frighteningly. You stop talking like that. We've got enough trouble, Ralph, and I've had as much as I can stand. If there are ghosts, I ought to give up being chief. Hear them? Oh, Lord. Oh, no. Piggy gripped Ralph's arm. If Jack was chief, he'd have all hunting and no fire. We'd be here till we died. His voice ran up into a squeak. Who's that sitting there? Me, Simon. Fat lot of good we are, said Ralph. Three blind mice, I'd give up. If you give up, said Piggy in an appalled whisper, what had happened to me? Nothing. He hates me. I don't know why. If he could do what he wanted, you're all right. He respects you. Besides, you'd hit him. You were having a nice fight with him just now. I had the conch, said Piggy simply. I had a right to speak. Simon stirred in the dark. Go on being chief. You shut up, young Simon. Why couldn't you say there wasn't a beast? I'm scared of him, said Piggy. That's why I know him. If you're scared of someone, you hate him, but you can't stop thinking about him. You kid yourself, he's all right, really, and... Then when you see him again, it's like asthma and you can't breathe. I tell you what, he hates you too, Ralph. Me? Why me? I don't know. You got him over the fire. And you're chief and he isn't. But he's Jack Meridew. I've been in bed so much, I'd done some thinking. I know about people. I know about me and him. He can hurt you. But if you stand out of the way, he'd hurt the next thing. And that's me. Piggy's right, Ralph. It's you and Jack. 
go on being chief. We're all drifting, things got rotten. At home there was always a grown-up. Please, sir, please, miss, and then you got an answer. Oh, how I wish. I wish my auntie were here. I wish my fa- oh, what's the use? Keep the fire going. The dance was over. Hunters were going back to the shelters. Grown-ups know things, said Piggy. They ain't afraid of the dark. They'd meet and have tea and discuss. Then things would be all right. They wouldn't set fire to the island or lose. They'd build a ship. The three boys stood in the darkness, striving unsuccessfully to convey the majesty, the majesty of adult life. They wouldn't quarrel or break my specs or talk about a beast. If only they could get a message to us, cried Ralph desperately. If only they could send us something grown up, a, a sign or something. A thin wail out of the darkness chilled them, sent them grabbing for each other. Then the wail rose, remote, unearthly, and turned into an inarticulate gibbering. Percival Wemmy's Madison, of the vicarage, Harcourt St. Anthony, lying in the long grass, was living through circumstances in which the incantation of his address was powerless to help him. Coming up Monday, Chapter 6, Beast from the Air. Woo! Exciting, huh? All right, friends, that's uh, going to do it. We're going to roll off out of here. Please, again, just quickly, don't forget our follow button over there, our join for the Locals channel. We really appreciate your help. Thank you. All of our great sponsors, Skillshare, Blackout Coffee, NordVPN. Check out the links in our show notes. Sign up for something. Spend a little cash. Get some great savings and help this show out at the same time. Enjoy your weekend. Do not live in fear. Keep your head on a swivel, but do not live in fear. Ground Zero Hal 9000 in the chat. Yeah, a million Palestinians ordered to leave within 24 hours. Evil itself revealing itself. Well, he talked about that in the beginning of the show. If you missed it, uh, check it back on the replay. All right. Enjoy your weekend. Keep your head on a swivel, but live your life. Live your life. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being a part of this show. I really do appreciate it. It's all about you. I do it for you. I will see you again on Monday. Dan Bongino comes up next at 11 o'clock. Be sure you check him out. And enjoy your weekend. Spend it with someone you love. Good night. <laughs>